Simple Life Together, Episode 49, Live the Life of Your Dreams. Hi, and welcome to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Dan Hayes. And I'm Vanessa Hayes. Well, on the last episode of the show, we talked all about to-do lists and had the chance to sit down with Eric Fisher of the Beyond the To-Do List podcast. But today, we're talking about living the life of your dreams. Well, while that's our goal... Well, heck, isn't that everybody's goal? <laughs> sure. <laughs> it doesn't just happen. There's a lot of steps you need to take along the way, and we'll talk about some of those steps today. But before we start, we want to hit two quick things. We still have a few slots open for our Washington, D.C. area meetup. We'd love to have you come out and join us for some great conversation, pay-as-you-go snacks and drinks, and the chance to connect with others who are looking to lead a simple life in the modern world. We'll be at La Tosca in Rockville Town Square at 7 p.m. on Sunday, 24 November. There are just a few spaces left, and of course it's a free event and really just a chance for us to meet you and get to know you face-to-face. So make sure you grab a seat before they're all gone. Just go to simplelifetogether.com slash DC to sign up or search for Simple Life Together at eventbrite.com. And this is the last chance to vote for us in the 2013 Podcast Awards. Simple Life Together is a finalist in the Education and People's Choice categories. Voting is still on until 15 November, so try to squeeze in one or two more votes at (laughs) podcastawards.com. That'd be awesome. Okay, let's get to the main topic. Okay, so if you're anything like us, you want to live the life of your dreams, right? Well, the life of your dreams is different for everyone, but the one common thing is that we all need to set up some mileposts along the way to guide us. Maybe you've heard the saying that a goal without a plan is a dream, so maybe living the life of your dreams should really be planning your life to meet your life goals. Yeah, that doesn't sound nearly as good, does it? No, it doesn't. (laughs) But sometimes it's better to face reality and not sugarcoat things. Whatever terms you want to use, life plan, desired end state, retirement plan, they are all planning terms to living the way we want to live. And for us, having freedom as one of our five pillars gives us the lens to view and evaluate things we let into our lives to ensure they really do make it simpler. That thing we purchased today will have ramifications tomorrow. So we strive to make sure it fits our long-term goals. And that commitment that we reluctantly make today, or maybe make in haste, can also keep us from doing what we want to do down the road. Taking the time to establish your pillars and deliberately making decisions based on them can keep you on path for your simple journey. So when we first started the show, and on a few episodes along the way, we talked about the five pillars that guide us on our journey and kind of give us focus for all of our decision making. Vanessa, why don't you list those out? Sure. They're faith, family, finances, fitness, and future. And well, since nothing is set in stone, and we'd like to keep our journey under, I guess we call it a, a continuous review, Yeah, we often challenge ourselves and even question ourselves to make sure that we're on track. Right. That's why we're doing Courtney Carver's Dress for Less and Project 333. Yeah. That's why we like to do an occasional digital fast, and that's exactly why we've changed from focusing on future to focusing on freedom. Yeah. So that last pillar, future, has now become freedom. And I want to give you a little background on why we kind of changed that. I've mentioned a lot that I'm a big audiobook fan, and I like regular print books too, but with audiobooks, I can do something else while I listen. I'm not stuck to the screen, and I don't have to focus on an object like a book or an e-reader. I guess that's why I like podcasts so much too. But one of the best books I've read in the past few years, and then bought the audiobook as well, is The Millionaire Fast Lane by MJ DeMarco. Now, don't be fooled by the title. I know, it totally sounds like a cheesy, get-rich-quick book, but honestly, it's anything but. 
I would recommend it to anybody who's thinking about their financial future or setting up a side gig or even just while considering how finances affect you and how you want to live your life. So essentially, MJ describes three different paths that most people follow regarding money. The first path is the sidewalk, where people are basically living from paycheck to paycheck and buy lottery tickets hoping for that big payoff. Yeah, that's the actual plan. And I think we all know someone who falls into this category. And honestly, I've had bouts with that myself in the past. Mm -hmm. And the second path is what he calls the slow lane, which is basically the deferred retirement model that we've talked about on lots of past episodes. You know, the work hard for 40 years, save money into your 401k, and hopefully you have enough saved to retire at 65, and hopefully you're still healthy enough to enjoy your golden years. And that's a lot of hopefully. A lot of hopefully. <laughs> you know? And then uh, there's what he calls the fast lane, where you take matters into your own hands and develop the wealth that you need to live the lifestyle you want. And my take on his main point here is that you really should gauge your wealth by time and what you need to support how you want to live your life. And here are a couple of quotes from MJ. Time is the most important asset I have, far exceeding money. And the more I help, the richer I become in time, money, and personal fulfillment. And again, those are all from MJ DeMarco's The Millionaire Fastlane. And there is much, much more to his theories than that. And I'm, honestly, I'm way oversimplifying it. But my point is more focused on his explanation of freedom. You know, I had read through his passages in the book a couple of times, and, and I understood them, but really they just didn't sink in. I just didn't internalize them. And that was my fault, not, not his. But one day as I was walking along some paths in the woods at this park near our house, I was listening to the audio version of The Millionaire Fastlane again, and that's when what he was saying really sunk in. The light bulb finally turned on. We've all had those light bulb moments, right? And the concept itself wasn't a revelation for me. Matter of fact, it fit right in with the way we were already thinking. But I realized that the way I had thought about our future pillar really translated into freedom. And the more I thought about it, the more freedom stood out as what we were really searching for. You know, when I heard this, future seemed to be too nebulous for me now and something that you always work toward but never really achieve. Right. But freedom, as we defined it, was something tangible. It was within reach and something that we could measure. So here's the passage that finally broke through to me. And again, this is from MJ in The Millionaire Fastlane. And finally, wealth is freedom and choice. Freedom to live how you want to live, what, when, and where. Freedom from bosses, alarm clocks, and the pressures of money. Freedom to passionately pursue dreams. Freedom to raise your children as you see fit. And freedom from the drudgery of doing things that you hate. Freedom is the liberty to live your life as you please. And so there it was, our new fifth pillar, right? <laughs> so as I thought more of freedom, I broadly thought of it in two different categories. Freedom from and freedom to. So we decided to put pen to paper or actually, I guess it was fingertips to keyboards, right? Right. <laughs> and, um, you know, we just wanted to list out some of our freedom froms and freedoms too. Yeah. Okay. And so here's what we came up with. I'll start with the freedom froms. Freedom from debt. Paying creditors and paying extra just for the convenience of having a credit card is like a financial leash. Owing money can prevent you from being able to explore life and try new things or commit your resources to better places like charities. Debt can control how you live where you live, what work you do, how much work you have to do, who you may have to live with, who you have to repay, etc. Debt can negatively affect so many aspects of your life. It sure can. And we've worked really hard to not let that be the case. Exactly. Another one we came up with was freedom from excess obligations. 
We all have obligations, but when those obligations keep us from doing what we really want to do, it's time to examine them. Maybe it's time to shape our income stream so our obligations are more tenable. So we're working on that too. What's another one, Dan? The next one is freedom from societal expectations. You know, like the big dream home, the six-figure job, how you make your living, how many cars you have, what types of cars you have, how you raise your kids, you know, what schools your kids attend, what clothes you wear, all of those things, (laughs) all those expectations that just kind of get pushed onto us. And for the most part, for the longest time, we just accepted. Right, right. And another one is freedom from home enslavement. And that sounds like you're like on... That sounds like, pretty rough. But. Yeah, it's like when you don't go to prison, they on, under home arrest. You get the, the <laughs> anklet, right? You get the you get the monitor around your ankle. Yeah. <laughs> but but what we mean by home enslavement is, you know, is that really your dream home or is it a really big nightmare? And specifically, we don't want to have a big lawn anymore. We don't want to man- have to manage that ourselves or pay somebody else to manage it for us. We want to be able to clean our home in about an hour instead of two or three or four. And we want to live in a place with a small environmental footprint, ideally off the grid or close to it anyway. You know, basically we want it sustainable. We don't want to belong to a homeowners association and, you know, we don't mind paying taxes, but a realistic tax rate would be icing on the cake. Yeah. And ideally a home that is already paid for with minimum financial upkeep. I heard a quote on a YouTube video the other day that said, you think you own your home? Try not paying taxes on it for a couple of years and see who owns it, all right? And, you know, (laughs) that really hit home. So that's something that we're working on. Another one is freedom from attachment to our things, kind of in line with societal expectations of wanting more and putting so much value on material possessions. This can be very challenging and not something that we've been able to switch overnight, which is why we started our Edit and Forget It Challenge and are taking part in Project 333. Both of these challenges have really opened up our eyes to how much stuff we have and how little or insignificant it all is in comparison to what's really important in our lives, which rolls into the next one, freedom from wanting more, more money, more home, more clothes, more toys, more junk, more everything. What is it usually asked, Dan? Well, you know, when when people ask about having enough and so forth, and I always ask, well, if you're not happy with what you have now, would you be happy with twice as much stuff? Or would you be happy with 10 times more stuff? And maybe the reality is you'd be happier with half. That's right. And the last freedom from that we're going to talk about is freedom from fear. Now, we can do that by being prepared for emergencies and not living paycheck to paycheck and living in a relatively safe area that's not really prone to natural disasters. You know, whatever you think are solid preparedness measures for you and for your family, Mm -hmm. that's freedom from fear. So let's move on to the freedom twos. And the first freedom, too, is freedom to choose where we live or how long we want to live there or if we want to move. (laughs) Do we want to rent or do we want to own? These are freedoms that we think about when we think about uh, freedom to choose where we live. And we want the freedom to choose how we live, as in our lifestyle. Choosing a simple lifestyle free from debt and not buying into consumerism will allow us to live more deliberate lives, lives that we are mostly in control of instead of being at the whim of others or society or situations. We also want the freedom to raise our children as we wish, ways that instill values that we feel are important like compassion, responsibility, accountability, humility, love, respect, hard work, and so on. Though most of the last few we talked about really deal with home, we also want the freedom to pick up and travel when we want to. Right now, that's a little difficult with both of our kids in school. One's only two years away from graduating from high school, and one is in kindergarten. So... 
we have to figure out a way to maybe homeschool for a year or two and do some traveling with the little one, Mm -hmm. but also to link up with our son when, you know, he has breaks from college and so forth. I mean, family time is super, super important to us and travel is a great way to spend some family time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we also want the freedom to say no. No to unhealthy relationships, to commitments that aren't in line with our core values or our five pillars, and no to unnecessary emotional and physical clutter. That's right. Now, on the flip side, we also want the freedom to say yes. Yes to taking a break. Yes to spending extra time with our kids. Yes to want to live a simpler life. Yes to want to try something new and exciting. Yes to whatever we decide makes us happy, even if it goes against the grain a bit, as long as it's in line with our five pillars. And freedom to define what success means to us, like raising our children so that there is no doubt in their minds that they are loved, that we raise them to be independent, responsible, and compassionate adults, that they value themselves and are full of self-worth. Success that is defined not by material possessions, but the happiness we experience and fulfill as a family. Dan did a post on success this past week, and if you're on our email list, you saw that. If not, consider subscribing on the right side of SimpleLifeTogether.com so you can get our written posts and video posts too. It's really a good article. So now these are some of our freedoms and yours may and really should be different, but there is certainly value in sitting down and writing them out. But we also feel like we owe you a bit of a warning. There are some freedom traps out there too. Some things dangle perceived freedom in front of you, but when abused, they become freedom traps. Remember when cell phones made you feel free to leave home or travel, yet still be in contact with those that you love? Well, I vividly remember being on telephone standby tons of times in the military and not being able to leave the house. I mean, you were stuck there, sometimes for days, Uh just waiting by the phone. And sometimes it rang, sometimes it didn't. But when cell phones came along, you were instantly freer. But they quickly became a digital leash. And I think we can all relate to that. Yes, and the same thing goes for email. Freedom to communicate instantly with someone in the next cubicle or on the other side of the world, but it certainly wasn't long before it started to control our whole day. No kidding. It's crazy. (laughs) And so it's easy to fall into these traps. You know, these traps aren't labeled trap. It's not like on the Roadrunner cartoons as a kid where you see the Acme Trap Company, but, you know, it's cleverly disguised with some birdseed. The traps that we face are the shiny new boat that's on sale that has low monthly payments, promises of freedom on the lake or the high seas with family and friends. It's the credit card commercials we're inundated with, especially now leading up to the holidays, that promise joy and status and good cheer. And one trap that we avoided was that huge Class A motorhome that we had in mind. We even had it picked out and it was priced at just about what we paid for the current home that we live in. It was big and shiny, had tons of storage so we could pack a lot of junk in there, right? It had five flat screen TVs, wow. which is more than we have in a house. <laughs> and it promised to give us that life at one with nature, you know, but with all the conveniences of home, actually more conveniences than we have here at home. <laughs> and all this as we traveled across the country in style. Jeez. So yeah, thankfully, we avoided that trap and opted for our tiny teardrop trailer where we actually do get to enjoy our great country, live closer to nature, have all the conveniences we need to sleep and eat, but without the fluff. And we saved and paid cash. That's freedom. That is freedom. Mm -hmm. Yep. So for us, having freedom instead of future as one of our five pillars gives us the lens to view and evaluate things we let into our lives to ensure they really do make it simpler. And like I said earlier, that thing we purchase today will have ramifications tomorrow. So we strive to make sure it fits our long-term goals. 
Taking time to establish your pillars and deliberately making decisions based on them can keep you on path for your simple journey. So how have you fallen into freedom traps before and what do you do to avoid them now? We're also curious to hear what your freedom to's and freedom from's are. Let us know in the comments at simplelifetogether.com slash 049 or reply to someone else's comments too. And so now we're moving on to the thing segment. All right. So my thing for this week is our Belkin. We actually, we have a couple of them. Mm -hmm. The Belkin mini surge protectors with the dual USB ports. Now, I think you actually did a video on I did. A, a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. So we'll link to Vanessa's video in the show notes as well. But these things we take every time we go to travel and they have three little outlets and then two USB ports as well for... Um, Targeting our iPhones or iPads and yeah, things like that. Yeah, exactly. So every time we're at a hotel, we notice they never have enough outlets and we were just... Or they're just not conveniently placed. Exactly. Yeah. They're like... <laughs> In the middle of the headboard below the bed, right? <laughs> and so last week we were at Michael Hyatt's platform conference, which was fantastic, by the way. But the hotel, again, did not have as many outlets as we needed. So once again, that little Belkin mini surge protector saved our bacon. <laughs> so we take that wherever we go. We sure do. What's your thing, babe? Well, my thing is Project 333. Now, again. <laughs> again. <laughs> now, if you would have asked me um, how it was going, I would have been like, I was miserable. Because when were. I started the project, it was very frustrating. Uh, matter of fact, I was in tears because I just, you end up doing a lot of self-reflection and you realize how much stuff you have. Now, we've said before that we don't have a cluttered home, but when you edit down your wardrobe to only 33 items, you have to make some pretty tough decisions. Even things that were beautiful on me, they may not have felt great and I had to pack them up. But, you know, I don't have to. I choose to. I'm choosing to do this project. Right. And so a couple of days ago, it was really frustrating. But as I worked through it and as I finally made my final decisions... I'm really happy with it, and I am feeling really, really good right now. Like I said, you just do a lot of self-reflection. You realize how little you really do need. Yeah. And it's nice knowing that you've edited your wardrobe down to the things that really fit, that look good, that feel good, that are functional. I mean, you just start to realize, why do I need more? Right. And so it's been very good. I've been documenting my journey um, in a journal right now. And then I'll be posting that probably soon on within a week or so on Simple Life Together. So I'll just kind of talk about the process and show a few pictures and all that good stuff. So it's really kind of neat. And at first, my closet looked so empty. <laughs> I mean, I woke up one morning, the, the first morning after I edited, and I was just like, Ugh. but then I was like, man, it's kind of pretty. And yeah. so, anywho, that is my thing for the week. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. So a couple of announcements before we close up for today. This is going to be a short episode. It's a good one, though. That's cool. Remember, you can squeeze in a couple of more votes for us at podcastawards.com in both the education and people's choice categories. And some of our good friends also made the finals, so consider voting for them, too, uh, such as Mommy's Cocktail Hour in the food and drink category, IVNV, and Who Day Weekly. Both of those are in the sports category. So thanks again so much for taking the time to vote, and you can vote every day. And if you're in the D.C. area, go to simplelifetogether.com slash D.C. to sign up for our meetup. Come out and say hello. We're looking forward to meeting you. We even have Simple Life Together listener John Buchanan from letsreverseobesity.com and show host and producer from tvtalk.com driving in from Philly to say hi. We, we can't wait to meet awesome. him in person. Awesome. John, John is the man. Cannot wait to meet him in person because yeah. we've been in contact for quite a long time. Mm -hmm. and, uh, That's pretty cool. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> And finally, I wanted to remind you that if you're not on our email list, you're missing out on one or two blog posts a week and occasionally a video too. 
You can subscribe, like Vanessa said, on simplelifetogether.com over on the right-hand side. Remember, if you have questions or comments, you can always reach us at dan at simplelifetogether.com and at Daniel Hayes on Twitter or Vanessa at simplelifetogether.com and at Get Simplified on Twitter. And there are links to our Google Plus profiles on the website. So that's it for episode 49 of Simple Life Together. Today was all about making some plans to live the life of your dreams. And we told you why we changed one of our five pillars from future to freedom. My thing was our Belkin Mini Surge Protector with dual USB ports, and Vanessa's thing was Project 333 again. I got to tell you, folks, that's had a big impact on us. It really and has. And we're really, really enjoying that now. <laughs> now. <laughs> now, yeah. A couple, couple days ago, not so much. <laughs> right. <laughs> so let us know what you think of the show and how you're simplifying your life, too. We would absolutely love to hear from you. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your simple life together. Simple life together.